Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Luke's English Podcast is supported in several ways uh, by donations from my listeners. And thank you if you have donated to the podcast. You are a wonderful, wonderful person. And also, the podcast is made possible thanks to sponsorship. And uh, my main podcast sponsor is italki, an excellent service that you can use to find a personal English teacher or language partner who you can speak to regularly in English in your own home or office or wherever you have an internet connection in order to make big improvements in your English fluency. And remember that when you purchase some talking time, italki will send you a voucher worth a free lesson. To get the offer, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash talk or just click an italki logo on my website. And yes, this is a long episode, but remember the best way to listen to these episodes is by using a podcast app on your phone. That way you can listen to a bit, pause the episode, and then when you choose to listen again, your app will remember where you previously stopped. So it's not necessary to listen to the entire episode in one go. Use a podcast app on your phone and it will remember where you paused so you can break it up. And that's fine, isn't it? That's great. That's wonderful, in fact. Okay. Oh, and by the way, if you're wondering which app you could use for your phone, which app to download, why not download the Luke's English Podcast app? It contains the entire episode archive and loads of bonus stuff. Just search for Luke's English Podcast app in the App Store for Apple devices or Google Play Store for Android. And yes, it is completely free. Right then, let's get started. Here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners. Welcome to uh, a new episode of Luke's English Podcast. How are you out there in podcast land? Hope you're doing fine. Hope everything's just great out there in the in uh, Lep, Lep land. <laughs> um on the podcast today, I've got uh, my brother James with me again. Hello, James. Hello. You're laughing at Lepland. I like that. Is that new? Um, no, I've used that before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like it. I haven't good. used that for. I haven't used it for a while. So um, anyway, here we are on the podcast. So this episode is called "Do You Ever?" Okay, and in this one, let's just ask each other a bunch of "Do You Ever?" questions. Do you get the idea? Yeah, I think so. Right. Do you yeah. know what to do you ever question? I'm sure I can work it out. I'll pick it up as you'll, I go you'll along. You'll pick it up as we go along. So, basically, this is going to involve using present simple tense a lot. Right? That's fine. Do you know what present <laughs> Do you know what present simple tense is? Yeah. Can you tell us what about it then? Could do. But let's just move on. No, I I'm curious to know if you can explain what present simple tense is. I mean, you're a native English speaker. You know your own language, right? Uh, 
I know it very, very well. Okay. Yeah. So just tell us about present simple. It's the most basic one. I mean, everyone knows, right? I mean, just, just a quick reminder. It's the most basic form of a sentence. Okay. <laughs> no. Please continue. I haven't got a clue. You know, I haven't got Really? A clue. You haven't got a clue? Come on. Get off my back, man. He doesn't. He actually doesn't know, listeners. But this is totally normal for almost any normal native speaker, unless you're like extraordinary and you've done a CELTA. Uh, and then, then you might know. Present simple tenses, yeah. The most basic verb form, verb tense that we have in English. And we use it to talk about permanent facts and habitual behaviour. Does that make any difference? <laughs> it doesn't. All right. So, you know, I'm really listening, to be honest. Permanent facts and habitual behavior. So, for example, I, I get up at 7.30 in the morning. I eat cereal for breakfast, right? That's present simple tense. Right. And like the sun, you know, the, the earth goes round the sun. I, was nearly, I nearly said the sun goes round the earth then, but it would still be the grammatically <laughs> It would still be correct. Grammatically 100% correct. correct. Yeah. So there you go. That's present simple tense. Now, Thank you. All right. Now, in lessons at school, this tense is often taught to students at low levels because it's a really important foundation for general English. But it tends to be sort of a little bit dull. I mean, not the way students deal with the tense, but the way it's presented in textbooks sometimes. Usually materials based around present simple tense just involve daily routines, like what time you normally get up. When you eat lunch, go to bed and stuff like that. Students at that level lack the vocab to be able to talk about habits and routines in a more complex way. And when they do have more vocabulary at higher levels, the course books always focus on other tenses, like past tenses for telling stories and future tenses for making predictions about the future, conditional sentences and modal verbs for speculating and, and so on. So the poor present simple tense is left with this boring reputation of just being a low-level bit of grammar, which we only use to talk about what time we get up in the morning and how often we go to the gym. So let's come back to present simple tense and see if we can use it to talk about slightly more unusual and fun things. As a teacher, the main problem I have noticed when students are using present simple tense is just remembering to add S or maybe ES, which sometimes adds another syllable to the word, like, for example, I wish and he wishes for example, but often it's just missing third-person forms, like someone saying he go when it should be he goes. So basic, but um, it's worth just self-correcting if it happens. Anyway, this episode is called Do You Ever? And I've prepared a big list of unusual behaviour, which I think we don't often talk about, but which I think many of us do. Or maybe it's just me. We're going to find out to see if James does any of this. Let's see who's weirder. So now, I don't, norm, I don't necessarily do all of these things. They're just kind of based on observations I've made. Also, some of the things in this, in this list were written by my brother during a conversation we had ages ago about weird little habits that we have. Do you remember that conversation? Um, no. You don't remember. Not I, mean, I, I even talked about it the other day and you were like, you couldn't remember which conversation it was. But anyway, I wrote loads of stuff down. It rings a bell. I remember something to do with this yeah so here's how it's going to work so we'll just go through the list and i'll just ask you do you ever do this right and, <laughs> and it'll be yes i do or no i don't and then you know why wh when and so on <laughs> 
Hello, hello. I'm interrupting here because before we go any further, I think it's necessary to say a few things about this episode in order to help you understand it all a bit better. First of all, you should know that this is quite a silly and rambling episode and it shouldn't be taken too seriously. Most of what you're going to hear is just for fun, really, and I hope you enjoy it. There is quite a lot of rude language in the episode and by that I mean things like the F word. What? You mean like, fuck? (sighs) Yeah, you didn't have to say it. Okay, thanks. Wait, who are you? Never mind, Luke, just carry on. Okay. So so there is some swearing, but for me that's quite normal in an informal situation. But obviously swearing is still not a good idea in polite company or at work, for example. But for two people like James and me, chatting informally at home, swearing might happen. And I want this to be authentic, as if you're sitting with us the whole time. So that's why there is swearing. Don't worry, Luke, it's fine. We're, we're okay with the swearing. Most of us are. Good. So I also think it will probably be difficult for many of you to follow this conversation. I think this will be a difficult episode because we talk about some very specific and quite personal things. Sometimes we talk quickly because we're in a rush to say things before the other one interrupts us. We talk over each other sometimes and the topic of conversation changes a lot as we go through each question quite quickly. So this is definitely going to be a difficult one, depending on your level of English, of course, but I think it will be difficult. But sometimes you need a challenge, so that's good. Generally, I think I'm quite easy to understand when I'm talking on my own, even when I'm speaking quickly. I just have a clear voice. But when I'm talking to friends on the podcast, I think it becomes a lot more difficult to understand everything, and that might demotivate you. But you need a bit of a challenge from time to time. I just hope that the bits you understand will carry you through the bits that you don't understand. And ultimately when you're learning English, just like any language, you will, from time to time, come up against resistance. It's just a question of, you know, being able to keep going, using the bits you understand in order to help you to keep going, basically. But I do want to help you understand as much as possible. So I'm now going to read out all of the do you ever questions that we answer in this episode. I'm going to read them all out now, just to give you a chance to understand them all in advance. And this can make a big difference to your comprehension of the rest of this conversation. If you have already had a chance to think about the different things that we talk about, then you will be in a much better position to understand it all. So let me now go through this list of do you ever questions. What is a do you ever question anyway, Luke? Well, it's just stuff like, you know, do you ever drink tea with milk? No, I don't. I never drink tea with milk, Luke. That is disgusting. All right. It's a bit of a harsh reaction. But anyway, so no, you don't. Correct. So there you go. That's a do you ever question. It's, you know, just asking about someone's habits. Different to a have you ever question. That's asking about someone's life experience. Like, have you ever been to London, for example? Yes, I have. I've been to, I've been to London loads of times. Okay, that was just an example. Anyway, that's what I'm talking about. Do you ever questions. So I'm going to go through the whole list. And I want you to just listen Try to understand the questions, and you should also consider whether you do these particular little things or not, and if you consider them to be normal, funny, or weird. All this explaining and stuff at the beginning is actually necessary, because trust me, it will help you understand the conversation in more detail. Right, so listen carefully. These are the questions that James and I are going to discuss in this conversation, and uh, we're going to have a little bit of background music just to create the sense of... Uh, what? Sense of momentum as we move through these questions. Here we go. Right. So, do you ever 
get song lyrics stuck in your head, like an earworm? Do you ever get like the lyrics of songs going through your head? Do you ever aim at things when you pee? I told you it was childish. You didn't use the word childish, though. Okay, well, I told you it was a bit silly. So, do you ever aim at things when you pee? What does that mean? Well, this is for men, really, I I, I think, as far as I know. Sometimes when men do a wee, right, sometimes we might aim at something, right? Let's say you're doing a wee in the urinal in a toilet, and let's say there's a cigarette butt in the toilet, in the urinal, I mean... When you're doing your wee, you might aim your urine at the cigarette butt as a little game. Sort of thing that men do. It's not just me, I promise. Uh, Men sometimes aim at things when they're doing a pee. So anyway, do you ever aim at things when you pee? Probably just for the men. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about women's toilet habits. It's a bit weird, Luke. Okay, so do you ever use a special system for getting to sleep? For example, do you ever count sheep or count from 100 down to nothing in order to help you get to sleep? Do you ever have dreams or nightmares? Do you ever wave at people on boats? Because this is a thing that people do, isn't it? Imagine you're standing at the side of the river in a city, like let's say you're in London, you're standing there on the south bank and a boat uh, full of tourists uh, goes past you on the river and maybe some of the people on when they see you they wave at you you or you wave at them you, the, the, it's a boat full of strangers but you wave at them we do this do, don't we sometimes do you ever wave at people on boats do you ever look out of the window in a moving car let's say you're in the passenger seat you do you ever look out of the window and imagine that you are running along next to the car like mario or sonic the hedgehog jumping over obstacles or that you're cutting everything with a huge saw or laser as you move past. So imagine you're sitting in the car, all the um, obstacles flying past you as the car moves along. Do you ever imagine there's like a little Super Mario jumping over all the obstacles as you fly past? (laughs) Maybe you don't. I don't know. Do you ever shave your beard into a funny moustache for a moment when you're shaving? Again, this one's probably for the men, but again... I don't know your life. But um, when men shave, sometimes before they shave all their beard off, they will leave a little moustache just to see what it looks like. Do you ever do that? Do you ever talk to yourself in a different voice when nobody else is around? Do you wipe while sitting or wipe while standing? And by the way, that is a question again about toilet habits. Do you ever imagine doing an amazing performance in front of your old school during an assembly or something? Do you ever avoid stepping on the cracks in the pavement or live by any other superstitions? It's quite a common superstition, especially for children for some reason. When they're walking home from school, uh, walking along the pavement, they might try to avoid walking on the cracks because of some kind of superstition. So do you ever avoid stepping on the cracks in the pavement? Or do you have any other little superstitions? Do you ever go to the hairdressers for a haircut and you have a really bad time, but you say nothing about it? Do you ever drink loads of tea or coffee at work just so that you get more toilet breaks? 
Do you ever smoke cigarettes because you're bored or decide to smoke cigarettes because you see someone in a movie smoking? Let's say you're watching a film, the character starts smoking a cigarette in the film, and do you ever go, ooh, I fancy a cigarette? Do you, ima- uh, do you ever imagine what you would do in a zombie apocalypse? Do you ever imagine what you would do, in fact, if a zombie apocalypse happened right now? Do you ever... Let me let me keep the music going. Um, let's have this. Do you ever count the number of steps it takes you to get up a flight of stairs or to go from the sofa to the toilet? So as you're walking, it's like one, two, three, four, five. Oh, it takes me five steps to get from the sofa to the fridge. Do you ever do that? Do you ever flip something like a remote control in the air over and over again until you drop it? So let's say you're watching the TV, you've got the remote control in your hand. Do you ever just sort of flip the remote control in your hand uh, over and over again until you drop it? Do you ever do fake bets with yourself or your friends? Uh, So that would be like, I bet you, for example, I bet you can't throw this paper ball into that bin from here. It's not a real bet, it's just like a fake bet. Um, Or I bet you one pound that... um, I don't know what. I bet you one pound that Manchester United lose against Liverpool at the weekend. I don't know. Do you ever badly need the toilet or do you ever badly need the loo on the way home? Like you're on the way home, you've got your shopping. Oh God, I really need the toilet. Does that ever happen to you? Do you ever listen to songs and completely misunderstand or mishear the lyrics? Do you ever open toilet doors with your elbows because you don't want to use your hands because of hygiene issues? Do you ever use the back of your hand or certain fingers for touching your face as if the back of your hand or your knuckle or something are totally safe and clean? Do you ever think that would be a good name for a band? I don't know if you do. uh, Some people do. My dad. It's one of the things my dad does. Like, just some phrase will come up and you'll go, oh, that's a good name for a band. Do you ever do that? Do you ever fall asleep in public, like on a train or something, and then suddenly wake up because your head has suddenly moved, you've snored, or you've made another noise, or your head has moved back and your mouth has hung open, or you've drooled out of your mouth? Basically, do you ever wake up suddenly in public and feel a bit embarrassed? Do you ever throw a ball of paper uh at the bin or in the bin, miss, pick up the ball and try again from the exact same spot as before. Do you ever eat any parts of yourself, like your nails or maybe dead skin from your fingers? Do you ever eat any part of your your own body? Do you ever tap your foot to the beat of other people's music, which you can overhear from their headphones in order to show them that you can hear it? Did I even use that one? Do you ever walk past someone you know in the street and go to say hello and then realise that they've chosen to blank you, to ignore you? Ah, like, oh, hello. Oh, they're ignoring me. Oh, okay, just carry on. Oh, that's embarrassing. Do you ever not move down in public transport, even though you could? For example, if you're sitting on a seat, do you ever kind of not make space? because you want to save space for yourself and because you generally hate other people. 
you're on the bus, other people are arriving, and you're like, I'm not going to make space because I don't want anyone to sit next to me because I'm an evil passenger. Do you ever insult people from inside the safety of your car? Do you ever fall in love with a stranger on public transport and yet do absolutely nothing about it other than glance at them and hope that they don't notice? For example, do you ever sit in front of someone else on the bus and kind of glance at them and somehow fall in love with them just for a moment, but just never do anything about it, and then you get off the bus and you go and continue with the rest of your life. Do you ever do that? Do you ever add your own voiceover track to films or TV shows? You might be watching TV, turn down the volume, and you do the voices of the characters yourself in a funny way, just for fun. Do you ever doodle particular things with a pen while you're on the phone? Doodling means drawing little pictures but probably while you're thinking about something else. So you're on the telephone, uh uh-huh, yeah, it's talking on the telephone, and while you're talking, you're doodling a little picture of something on a piece of paper. Do you ever do that? Do you ever just hate strangers on public transport for no reason? Just like suddenly just hate everyone around you, even though you've got no good reason for it. Do you ever put toast, or in fact bread, in the toaster, then it comes up, it pops up, and it's not done properly, and then you put it back, and then it's burnt. Does that ever happen to you? Do you ever lie on your back and throw a ball or maybe an orange into the air and just completely fail to catch it? For some reason, it's difficult to catch something when, you, when you're lying down. <laughs> Do you ever walk for ages with a stone in your shoe, and it feels massive, it's like a huge, it feels like a huge boulder in your shoe, And then when you finally take off the shoe and take out the stone, and in fact, it's a tiny little grain of sand. And do you ever find everything totally fascinating just before bedtime? Especially if you promised yourself earlier in the day that you'd have an early night. Like, for example, okay, I'm definitely going to go to bed at 10 o'clock tonight. And then sort of 9... 45 slash 10 o'clock arrives and you suddenly realize that you really want to read all the books in your bookshelf or that you suddenly want to investigate everything that's on tv does that ever happen to you okay so that's the list of fairly stupid and weird do you ever questions i will now let you listen to this long rambling and slightly silly conversation with james hopefully you'll understand it a little bit better now so without any further ado Let's go. All right, then. You ready to begin? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Do you ever get song lyrics stuck in your head? Yes, I do, but I can never remember them properly. Uh Uh-huh. Which is really annoying. Give give us an example of, like, getting them wrong. Some Oasis lyrics have been in my head because we did that Oasis episode and we Mm -hmm. listened to some. Yeah. So... Some bits of Champagne Supernova were getting stuck in my head and I couldn't remember the phrasing. So it was like, you and I, we live and die, the world's still spinning, I don't know why. And I was like, I couldn't get the phrase right. Yeah. The way he slots. You and I, we, we live, live or die, die, the world keeps spinning, spinning round, we don't, don't know, know why. why. Yeah, you're and I missing the word round. The word, yeah, I was missing a syllable. <laughs> So I was trying to stretch it in my head, but not really thinking about it. Just in the back of my mind, just annoyingly yeah. rolling over. Or you hear it when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. I hear it, but it kind of almost feels like you're hearing it. No, I know exactly what you mean about you can't you, quite get the, 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 the thing correct. 
you're, you're rolling it round in your head and it's not quite flowing properly there's you're missing that word round it's or sp- you know, like the world keeps spinning we don't know why like, it's not that it can't be that not, <laughs> i mean that's fine but some other lyrics like that beastie boys lyric today i looked up the other day and mm-hmm. i was like there's ones i'd never looked up and i realized what they were right and it's like oh it's that yeah yeah like a lot of the beastie boys stuff that we used to listen to a lot i i had no idea what the guys were, were like saying. in the beastie boys song there's like a lyric that says like two seal copies of expansions yeah which is like a really nice geeky reference to a like a sort of jazz funk tune i now know what that means like two seal copies of expansions because expansions is a track by lonnie liston smith and it's a sort of a a kind of rare groove funk classic and if you have two sealed copies of it that's, that means they're that's fresh they're factory fresh and so you've got two identical copies of expansions that means you can do some wicked djing by mixing the two tracks in and out of each other because the first two minutes of expansions is like this awesome space sort of jam music before the vocals kick in and you can just play with those two minutes for ages with two copies i think you should play the little like 10 minute segment of beastie boys hang on no just the beastie boys now okay shut up yeah beastie boys And then now play expansions. And this is expansions. Very, very nice. Okay. I'm going to have to find that uh, lyric. Do you know which song it is? I think it must be Professor Booty. Okay. From Check Your Head. So, okay, you do get Professor, song- what's the definition of pirate treasure? <laughs> Some call it booty. <laughs> booty. But, 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 booty. That's what it is. Professor, what's another word for pirate treasure? Well, I think it's booty. 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 That's what it is. Yes, I got more bounce in the fucking bump, and then you wanna know why? Because I'm motherfucking chucking. I got more bounce in the bump, and you wanna know why? Because I'm on the fucking drum kit. I always thought it was. I always thought it was because I'm on the freaking drum kit. <laughs> I thought that was. I've got more bounce than the what? Than the fucking bump. Than the fucking you bump, and you want to know why? Because I'm on the fucking drum kit. I always thought it was. <laughs> no, it's because I'm motherfucking truck. It's because I'm motherfucking trucking. Because I'm trucking like. If you believe the lyrics on the internet, then that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I always thought it was I'm on the fucking drum it's kit. not I'm on the drum kit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a perfect example there, right there, of me not understanding most of what the Beastie Boys were saying, but I was still their biggest fan. Because I'm on the drum kit. It's a wicked lyric, though, isn't it? Uh, you, you know, I'm so cool. You know why? Because I'm on the fucking drums. <laughs> um, I also get songs in my head, and the music kind of, it's only a certain portion of the song goes round and round, like a little looped, little section where it's like maybe going from the from the verse into the middle eight of a song like a tiny little transition moment in a song will get stuck in my head and and it goes round and round it's really really weird hello yeah i was just thinking about two sealed copies of expansion (laughs) (laughs) uh Stay with me, James. Come on. Don't okay. don't go dreaming about records. Okay, do you ever, and this is one for the guys, I, I would, well, I suppose, and that's do you ever aim at things when you pee? 
Um, uh, that's, yeah. It's a bit disgusting, this. It's very crude, obviously. But we probably need... stick to outdoors. Keep it clean. Outdoor pursuits only. No, oh, pee, mean, if you pee outdoors? I've aimed at, you know, like... <laughs> and any animals? Animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what happened Frogs. to me once. I'll tell you what happened to me once, right? I was in Japan, and we were down at one of those beach bars in a place called Hayama, which is where the emperor has a beach house. It's in a really nice part of, I think it's Kam- Kanagawa Prefecture, the coastline sort of along from Yokohama, right? So it's this lovely spot and they have these beach bars there at night. I used to go down there with some friends and we used to play music down there every sort of weekend. And one one time uh, I needed the loo and I sort of ran up the beach onto the grass and sort of relieved myself in a kind of a hedge bush sort of thing. And as I was doing it, a snake cr- uh, slid between my legs. So it slid out from the bush and slid slid under underneath me between Did my legs piss hit the snake maybe maybe i pissed on a snake <laughs> i think you win that round <laughs> is this a competition then i win that round i think that's a good idea that we have introduced winning and losing each round so okay i win that round then okay do you ever use a special system for getting to sleep yes okay can you tell us about it um First, I just listen to some ambient music. Define ambient music. Beats, Alexa, beatless, define ambient music. Uh, oh, beats, <laughs> Sorry. Beatless, atmospheric, very, very slow music that doesn't really do much. There mm-hmm. are certain frequencies okay. that's quite sort of... Conducive. Conducive to sleep. Okay. And quite repetitive droning sort of sounds, but you can kind of like don't really pay attention sort to Sort of a it. snoring sound. Over you. No, more high pitched than it's that. It's like the universe snoring very slowly. Uh, yeah, exactly like that. And I also count backwards to a hundred, from a hundred to, to zero, <laughs> from a thousand to a hundred. No, from a hundred down to zero. Okay. And if you make a mistake, you have to go back to a hundred again. Or if you hesitate, <laughs> so you've got a super speed, slowly speed count on a regular sort of beat. Like about 120 100. BPM. No, it's faster than that. Yeah. No, about 120 BPM, yeah. <laughs> so you, you count backwards from 100 to zero, a steady beat of about 121 BPM. And if you make a mistake or hesitate, you've got to go back to 100 again. Can, can we can we hear an example of that? No, because it's in my head. You so, can hear so, it. So, you won't so, hear anything. So like 100, 99, 98, 97, 96, 95, 94, 93. I mean, I could go on. Back to 100, you hesitate. Oh, yeah, I'd have to... Okay, 100, 99, 98, 97, 96. I hesitated. You have to go back. Be asleep in seconds. <laughs> so boring. The listeners are now asleep and it's hypnotized. It's a good technique, though. I hope I can spread this around. If I, you think, have... I think we hypnotized them. Mm. Um, so you, you do... with this. With your voice as well. You could, you could easily... do some Darren Brown magic on them fuck darren brown you could do better than that come on we're talking about actual mind control actual magic actual real <laughs> real magic you mean i could you know kind of create a, my own cult yeah yeah basically you're kind of halfway there aren't you almost yeah yeah maybe introduce a few more rules <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I could, yeah, introduce a few more rules into this whole thing. So that you have to wear certain colours. <laughs> if you're a Lepster, you have to wear, like, you know, certain colours and you have to fly a certain flag. You know, certain special greetings, uh, code and uh, hierarchy in the organisation. You know, it'd be like Scientology. You listen. You keep listening to the episodes. Eventually, what's going to happen is is that uh, I'll reveal a whole theology as well that will go along with it. I like that. <laughs> Lukeism. Um, so, special system for getting to sleep. Who well, won? That's who, mine. I think I win that round. I think you won. Yeah, you won that round, didn't you? Okay, then let's move on. So, do you ever have dreams or nightmares? Uh, rarely. Not very often. Rarely, not really. No, very rarely. <laughs> rarely. Very rarely. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I occasionally have sort of vague nightmares that aren't that specific, but they're just vague, mm-hmm. unpleasant things. Either, you know. Yeah. Quite often a kind of a scenario where you have to be on your guard a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it's nothing on your guard yeah sorry you're in a kind of dangerous on top situation yeah where you have to really be on your guard yeah that's the right word yeah. for it yeah yeah but okay no hardly ever have dreams hmm okay i've i kind of go through different phases of having dreams and not having dreams and in different times in my life and weirdly when i was in japan was when i had so many dreams uh, and and also before that, I think maybe just when I was in my 20s, I had really vivid dreams and some of them were very bizarre and I used to write them down. Did I ever tell you about the, well, I have told you about the, uh, the, the dog, the dream I had about a dog. Go on. You'll remember this because I've told you this. But so I had a dream and this is absolutely true about a dog, but it, it was like a military dog. And it, and it was genetically modified and specially trained to be able to fight in the field of combat. And I, I was just watching. I could just see the dog and it was like maybe a demonstration of what the dog could do or something. And it had been trained to fire a, mount, a mounted machine gun. And I swear it changed the cartridge. It changed the magazine by gripping the magazine the, uh, with its teeth and doing a backflip and then replacing it with a new one. <laughs> it did a backflip to get the magazine out. Like one of those little wind-up dogs that you absolutely Yeah, want. and it was in a snowy it was in a snowy like a icy environment. Sounds like a good film. Yeah. I, that, I've I, watched that. I, I was like so kind of amazed when I woke up and I wrote it all down. That's really Some weird. some dreams really have really amazed like when I wake up and I'm like wow. Like um I had this one dream that I was just reading through an encyclopedia of funk music. And there were like, every page there was a different band and then a summary of the band. But every single band was not a real band that existed. Well, you discovered these. I, un- yeah. You invented. It wasn't like Sly and the Family Stone, James Brown. It was like all these Can you remember any of the names? I can't remember any of the names or any of the things that were written. But, but I there do, were real things. I, all I remember is how vividly... On the on the nose, the names and the summaries were like oh, it's 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 weird. 
it was if only just, you could have drawn that information if, if out. If I could have just written it all down. Yeah. I, I think, think I win, win, that, I win round. that round. So do you ever wave at people on boats? Kind of against my will. What do you mean? I mean, I'm a not, not a natural boat waver. But what is this thing about waving? Well, if they start waving back and you feel it would be rude not to, mm-hmm. and I have been known to wave at people who are on boats, but, but not I wouldn't a- instigate the, the boat wave, no. Yeah. Because it, this is a thing, isn't it? I mean, I used to do stand-up about this. Do you remember? I, I have heard it's a thing, because you don't wave to people on any other form of transport. That was it. That Like, why is it that, um, you know, it's totally weird to wave at a stranger... You don't wave at people on the bus. If you're standing, hey, you're on a bus. Hi. Yeah, if you're standing there, or if you're, the main thing is if you're on the same thing as the person. So if 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 they're on a different thing, you can wave at them, but it can't be connected. So if you're on a boat and they're on the land, you can wave. If you're on a boat and they're on a boat, you can wave at them. If you're on a boat and they're on the same boat, you must not wave at that person. Maybe it's a thing in boating where it's good to acknowledge that you've seen someone else. Yeah, maybe. It's like, hey, maybe ahoy it's there. Not just uh, as simple as we're just being stupid about it. Yeah. Well, it is as simple as we're being stupid about it. We are being stupid. <laughs> yeah, we're obviously being purposefully uh, glib about it. Glib. But the Glib brothers, they were in. Um, the Bee Gees. <laughs> Bee Gees. <laughs> the, but it has to be a Bee Gees that sort of uh, don't really care about anything. <laughs> the the, the huh. how, what would that be oh jeez the the <laughs> the OG oh jeez oh jeez the glib brothers oh jeez who cares about brothers. the glib brothers it's so glib <laughs> what does glib mean we need to explain that <laughs> oh my god those what are they the OGs they're so glib <laughs> who is this American guy like a sort of record company executive glib means i suppose not taking something seriously and being mm-hmm. sort of yeah making like taking something lightly and in a non-serious way when it should be probably taken seriously and it's sort of a disapproving word to if you're being glib it's like you know you're not being serious enough about something that should be serious so um what waving at people on boats okay there you go my thing was like that was it. I've I, we've already made the point that I used to do the I said the same things in the stand up. I think you won that round because you thought of the idea of waving at why people do on people boats. Wave at people yeah. on boats. It's okay to wave on the land uh, if they're on a boat. You know that combination. But if you're on the same thing, you can't wave at them, uh, including a train as well. Right? You can't wave at someone on a train because the train is connected. You shouldn't to you. because if you lean out the window as another train's coming past to wave, mm-hmm. lose your arm. But even if you're just inside the carriage waving, you wouldn't wave at strangers on a train, you know. Or other strangers on the same train. No, certainly not. But for some reason, if if it's a boat, it's okay. It's okay. The other th- thing that's okay when you can, you can wave at them is, um, well, obviously, uh, water skiing. You can wave at the water skier. But the other one is a hot air balloon. Good one. Yeah, it's true though, isn't it? If there's a hot air balloon there floating... And you can sort of, oh, look, a hot air balloon. You wave, hello, hey. And then, and then the thing is about that is that it then 10 minutes later, they're still there. And it's like, oh, this is a bit awkward. Oh, oh, still there. Yeah, hello, hello again. You know, 
so, all right, who won that round? Well, me, you said already. All right, you, you okay? Next one. Do you ever look out of the window when you're in a moving car and imagine that you're running along next to the car like Mario or Sonic, jumping over obstacles, or that you're cutting everything with a huge saw or laser as you move past everything? Do you ever do that? Yes. Whoa, really? You do that too? But not with the saw or the laser or anything, but I kind of more imagine that I'm skating. Okay, skateboarding. It's kind of yeah. a skate video game. Okay. Just, no, I don't do it very much. It's not like I do this often, guys. But if you're on the bus? No, I don't actually do it, but I used to do it when I was a kid. Okay. So I, I can't say I've done that for a while, but also the buses I travel on move very very slowly so it's not very exciting Mm. to do that you'd be more like just staying looking at the same patch of pavement for quite a long time i think for me the 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 fast i used to when i was a kid do all that kind of like so you imagine you're a skater like skating over all the obstacles by the side of the road and all that yeah yeah stupid stuff yeah so yeah for me the faster you were going the more likely it was i was going to do the laser thing because when you're going really fast it's like yeah Reeking destruction. That's right. Using a lightsaber, basically, kind of or going through everything. Okay. Well, I'm glad that I'm including not the including people. Sorry, including including people, including people. That's that BBC news voice, isn't it? The end of the news report. That would be it's ended badly. Witnesses reported a car with a laser coming out of the side, cutting everything in front of it, including people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you nailed it. Um, so I, I win that round. I'm sorry, I'm claiming that one. Definitely. Do you ever shave your beard? Okay, do you ever shave your beard? And as you're shaving it, cut a funny moustache? I do. Like a handlebar moustache, or maybe, controversial, a Hitler moustache before you shave Ooh, it off. I think I have done the tash. You've done the Hitler moustache? I don't know if I have, actually. But I've definitely done the Mexican sort of... The kind of bandito. Bandi- I don't know if you call it. Is that I don't know if that's culturally that inappropriate. Uh, I, I think it's yeah, okay. Yeah, the, uh, the Mexican tash. I've gone for that look before. Okay. Quite liked it. Just for like a f- couple of minutes? Just for a couple of seconds, really. Look at it, go, oh, a bit weird. Yeah. Shave it off. Yeah. But maybe I, sh- I could go for that, I reckon. I think that actually the Mexican sort of tash like as short beard it. but slightly longer moustache yeah i reckon that would be a good look for I, th- me. I think so slightly like wear levi's shirts all the time like you do yeah and yeah. i could get some boot cut jeans and just start walking around like they call him the brixton cowboy <laughs> <laughs> you should start talking like a cowboy as well wherever you go they don't say anything, though, do they? That's no, they point. say things like, uh, you know, I've been all over hell's creation trying to find a parking space in this goddamn town. You know, that kind of thing. You won't find a parking space. And it's like, you know, I'm tired and hungry as a Missouri heel hound. <laughs> you know, that kind of talk. <laughs> Looking for a man named Thompson from out of South London and such. You know, seen a sign over yonder. You know, it's all that kind of do stuff. They say yonder in cowboy yeah, films. Definitely, no, they yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course they do. Yonder, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Them 
cattle over yonder? Is that yonder farm? You know, yeah, definitely. And then they get, what is it? They get ornery. Like they, then they examples. get ornery. He's real ornery this morning. You never heard ornery? I have. I don't know what it means, though. It's, it's, it means like bad tempered. He sure does get ornery in the morning before he gets his cup of coffee. You know. Yep. That's, that's all the stuff you get from, obviously, Western films, but also Red Dead Redemption. All of the cut scenes in Red Dead Redemption, they're all, and there's all hollering this, and talking and such. There's you always know. the old bloke that's like the old gold mine. Well, right? hell! Well, it's, you know, there's, it's like that sketch, that Saturday Night Live sketch with Will Ferrell, where he's like... Uh, my name's Gus Chickens. C-H-I-I-N-S. Chickens. There's lots of that going on. How did we end up talking about that? Shaving your, your beard so you could look like a Mexican bandito or something from a Sergio Leone Western. Yeah. Specifically, that makes it okay. It's definitely from, from that. <laughs> That's the exact Okay. Film. Yeah, I think you'd win that. I think you'd win that one, that round. Would I? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I've I've in the past shaved my facial hair into various moustaches just to have a look and they look universally appalling <laughs> they don't suit me I, I, I had a look at a moustache once and I looked like it met, somehow it made my chin just dis- seem to disappear a beard works alright on me I'm trying to imagine you with a moustache a trying beard to imagine works okay that. on me but with a moustache I look like I'm a footballer from the, from the 1980s oh yeah I can see it now blonde like, blonde tash yeah. I look You're like, like a German footballer. Klaus Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Thompson is in. Especially what if you've got the mullet yeah. and like that shiny football top. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Like Paul Cuff. You would. You would. That <laughs> Steve Coogan character. Paul Cuff is a Mancunian. And um, that's oh, not really his should, voice. You but. should try and do that. Do it for Halloween or something. Like become Paul Cuff. Yeah, or just have just have a moustache. Just have Halloween a moustache. Halloween was gone. Uh, yeah, but you can prepare it for next oh, year. Oh, there's another one. That's right. It's this every year. This, really? The present simple ex- tense. They've extended it. Every year it happens. Um, so, are you won that round because I think the moustache would work for you. Do you ever talk to yourself in a different voice when nobody else is around? Hmm. And just hanging around the house, just chatting away in a different voice. Hmm. I'm going to have to say no. Really? But it has someone, I was watching Limmy's uh, live stream thing the other day. Limmy is that Scottish comedian. Scottish comedian. I did a couple of episodes about him. Back someone, someone wrote, after I've listened to you for a while, because oh, he's got an audio book out, mm-hmm. after I've listened to your audio book for a long time, my internal monologue becomes your voice. And Limmy's from Glasgow, so yeah. he's got like really... Sc- but I've heard that's a common thing. Yeah. Do you get that with yeah. Adam Buxton by any chance, Luke? Because you sometimes sound... Do I sound like Adam Buxton? A little bit Do like I really? trying to be Adam Buxton. Well, I'm... Tr- Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not trying to be Adam Buxton. No, but you have a little bit of his inflection sometimes. I don't... In- that's not intentional. Okay, I'm you're never just a good chatty... Really? Yeah, no, I don't. But I listen to everything he does. Yeah, I listen well, I to. I think all a his little bit of it has inter- rubbed off his on monologue me. style has oh, like really? rubbed off on you a tiny bit. Oh. That's by no means a bad. But thing. that's not. Uh, it's not maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. It's not anyway, been intentional. But I'm, I'm I, often wrong. You know, I listen to the Adam and Joe show like religiously, and then all of his podcasts and stuff. So yeah, it's quite likely it's rubbed off. Just like 
maybe you know people listening to this there the the english of you and me is rubbing off on them right now Ooh, ooh! can you f- <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh dear that's actually i'm sorry everyone didn't mean to <laughs> didn't mean to rub off on dear you. well well i think um maybe we'll just be going now then we'll thanks everyone bye that was weird wasn't I'm it not we rubbed off on all the <laughs> listeners there Hope I'm staying. I hope they didn't mind. You're staying, are you? Oh, I'll stay. I'll stay as well. But I hope they don't mind. Um, so, what was it? Do you talk to yourself in a different voice? So you, you don't. But, but but sometimes you get the internal monologue of the thing that you've been listening to a lot. So, for example, this person listening to Limmy all the time has got Limmy in his head. Yes. <clears throat> and I apparently have Adam Buxton. I'm channeling Adam Buxton, as they would say. And right. another Noel Gallagher reference while I was watching videos for that. Oasis thing. Mm-hmm. He said when he watched the Wire series three, yeah, his internal monologue became like the dealer guy, like shit, like, <laughs> yeah, like a kind of a, said, like after you've watched a black it, guy from Bol- a black dealer from Baltimore, yeah, after you've watched it for like four hours solid, you pop down the shops like yeah, I'm gonna pop to the shops, we'll pop to the shops, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I remember distinctly. Uh, us when we first watched Goodfellas, the the um, it's either Goodfellas or it was Mean Streets, but it was one of those Martin Scorsese films, you know, about Italian American gangsters. And after having watched it really intensely, like what what hey you, you me these shoes these shoes what are you doing get out of here you know you you mook you fucking mook you you know just talk like that to each other all the time. So it definitely rubs off. But I've had that from. <clears throat> Definitely from uh, re- reading someone and then writing and it f- coming out like that mm. as well. Like Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Reading all his stuff really, really intensely. And, and then I was writing weird stories and it was like coming out like that. And I, it, I you, wasn't were good, re- you were good at doing Hunter. It wasn't that I was trying. Well, I was, I, there was the one where I was doing an impression of Hunter S. Thompson, right? But then after that, I tr- sort of tried to just write a bit like that yeah you know um yeah stop writing but um okay next Um, okay next so oh okay this is a bit you can pass on this if you want god okay so do you ever wipe while sitting or wipe while standing i'll just say i don't wipe while i'm sitting I stand and then I wipe. Okay. Is that all right? Because you know that humankind can be divided into two races of people. Those who wipe while sitting and those who wipe while standing. It doesn't sound feasible to be sitting to me. You would be surprised. The number who do it while sitting. You okay, Honestly. Well, good for them, they're shocked That's as well right. right now. You mean you wipe while standing? That's what they're thinking. Okay. Well, can we just move on? I yep. find this a little bit gross. Yeah, I think you lost that. I think the rest of the world won that. Fine. <laughs> I don't know why or how. So, next. Do you ever imagine doing an amazing performance in front of your old school during an assembly or something? Do you ever fantasize I about doing a performance when I, when in front I was of a the kid, school? Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, I thought, imagine if we did this or we did that. Right. And I thought about doing some skateboarding off the um, stage at school. Yeah, because it's the kind of thing we could have done back then. Right, a big massive ollie grab off the stage, (laughs) (laughs) and everyone like, "Whoa!" And then, like, you could, you know, you think all of our friends would be like ollieing off the stage, and then you thought that would last about two and a half seconds. 
And you probably wouldn't make it. And you'd probably break your ankle. Yeah. So you quickly realise such fantasies are very stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, I fantasised about (laughs) about performing in front of all my I just thought we could just come out from the back and just do a big ollie off the stage. During the assembly? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was in the large, uh, the main assembly room. Yeah. yeah? With the big, the dark wooden floor in, in, in our old school. Um, mine same room we did exams in as well yeah my my fantasy which i don't have anymore but i used to think about mainly when i was at school was performing in the you know the theater studies room yeah it's like a theater yeah i remember we used to do sort of theater classes after school there that was quite fun wasn't it do you remember we used to go to like a theater club but it was like an improv club almost or the guy wouldn't the guy would be like right today we're going to do like news reports, you have to recreate a news report, a story, and you've got to act it out. So you're going to have, he gave us like 20 minutes or something to prepare it. And then at the end, everyone performed their pieces to the group. That was, that was it, wasn't it? I don't remember doing any particular exercises. It was just, here's the little task. You got to come up with a little was performance. annoying people that would try and take over and over show off all the time. Yeah. And I remember being quite over it quite a lot of the time i remember you you made the entire room laugh once at that theater group theater club and it was like what the guy was asking what's your fantasy house right and you stood up and he chose you i think and you you, you, we'd been asked to think about it for a while and you stood up and you said my fantasy house would be basically like a series of like rooms with like conveyor belts where you'd move around the house on conveyor belts so you can just stand there with a bowl of cereal and you can eat cereal and just move around the house on these conveyor belts that was your fantasy house and the whole room pissed themselves laughing it was amazing they loved it. They What's loved the it. Cereal got to do with the. Conveyor I don't know, belt? but you just you eating cereal, <laughs> just moving around your house on conveyor belts, in this really nice plush house with lots of rooms in it, and that's how you get around. You just like going around the build, <laughs> just eating be, cereal. That would be quite good. It sounds good, doesn't it? You don't need to walk around. You just so the chairs on the conveyor belt as well. <laughs> now you're standing on the conveyor belt with but you cereal. Could sit down. As yeah, well. you could. Yeah, there's no need to actually get up. You could just move around it's to wherever you want to be in another room. Maybe a joystick. Like a just sort of take, track. Yeah, there's like mo- bits where you can move from one conveyor to another one and d- go to different parts of the house. So lazy. Like a sort of Super Mario World sort of thing. You I know? think it would be annoying after a while. I think the, the convenience of the conveyor belts would I think I'd be probably diminish slightly by the presence of the conveyor belts. I think I'd come to your house one time and you'd switch them all off. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I, would just, I just use this as the carpet now. Yeah. What, what about the bits of machinery everywhere? Yeah, yeah they, well... They, yeah, I just haven't been asked to move I'm going to get yet. around to it. I've got it written down. <laughs> yeah, the conveyor belts didn't really work out. Neighbours didn't really like it and it cost yeah, loads of money. Yeah, very bills. expensive. Yeah. And the engineer was taking the piss. So we just have it like this now. Right. <clears throat> so I think you win that one for the for that moment in the theatre class. Was. It was like, do you, do you ever imagine doing an amazing performance? So I imagine doing it in that room that theatre studies room. what would you do? And it was like certain songs, and I was in a band. I was in a music band. Songs that you were playing at the time. Um, What flipping. I think think some of the Who 
you know that that uh, uh, tape, meaty, beaty, big and bouncy, the 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 best so of the who. I'd be playing the who. Yeah, I wanted to be like doing something like Not I can't an original explain composition. No, I was just doing some like, or madness, right. madness. I thought I'm going to be in madness, and I'll be doing the, like a show for all the school okay. as madness. So it's, you know, like you're doing a big holly off the the of the stage. But I think you win that one for for the uh, fantasy house story, right? So, do you ever? Are you ready for another one? Yeah. Really? Can you can you do that again, but less sarcastic? No. So, do you ever uh, avoid stepping on the cracks in the pavement, or live by any other similar superstitions? Do you ever avoid the cracks? I don't cracks avoid in the, the cracks in the pavement. No, because I'm not seven. Okay. Although I try to avoid tripping up on the pavement, but yes. that's nothing really to do with the placement of the cracks. Do I have any other superstitions, do you mean? Similar things of walking. I try not to get run over. That's it's not really superstition. a superstition, <laughs> no, is it? Big superstition. You know I'm what? very superstitious about cars mm-hmm. hitting me at a reasonable speed. Yeah. Uh, I've what about an big, unreasonable big, speed? Sort of almost supernatural fear of being run over. By a car or a truck. It's a supernatural fear. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's uh No, it's a very rational, yeah. normal fear. So no no superstitions like that. Because I have this weird thing I'm ever since think. I'm trying to think. So I'm Neil, sure I must have one. Neil Waters, you know you know him? Neil Waters. Yes, I'm aware of him. Neil Waters is a friend of ours who was on this podcast once, maybe twice. Which episode, Luke? I think it's episode sixty two. How do you know that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't on, know them on, all, all right? I promise I don't no, know sure them all. I'm sure you don't know them all. But. Some of them I know because I've made them all and yeah, wrote, enough, all your, the, wrote your, that list. They're your babies. So I do know some of them. I think it's episode 62, but uh, it Check could, that out, I'm, Neil I'm Waters, not sure. Neil Waters fans. It's called Birmingham Accent. Hello, here's a quick interruption. I've just checked, and the episode with Neil Waters is, in fact, number 57. So... Neil Waters cursed me. He cursed me with this superstition. When you get manhole covers on the floor, and in England, they tend to be in in pairs or groups of three or single, and they're rectangular with, say, three different panels or two panels or one panel. These are those sorts of modern-day manhole covers that you get in the street here. And he told me that basically it's it's good luck if you hit two Right, if you walk over two, so your right leg on the first one, your left leg on the second one, that's good luck. But if you get a three, that's bad. So if you do all three, that's that's a bad that's bad luck. And a single one cancels out the one that you've just done. Right. So I'm walking down the street now with this in my head, and I can't not intentionally walk on two and avoid walking on three. And I'm even like walking down the road with someone, and I skip to the side. To avoid walking down a three. Really? A little bit, yeah. Damn. I do, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? I'm not superstitious, but for some reason this is like a little habit. Glitch. A little glitch in the matrix. There you go. Do I win or lose that round? I think you win that one. I win that one. Okay. I don't know what the points are, listeners, or what the point is, in fact. Um, No, I'm just joking. So, do you ever go to the hairdresser's? And have a really bad time, but say nothing about it. 
So when the, you're, you're having the worst time of your life sitting there, so uncomfortable and awkward, and then when they say, how is it? And you're, you don't like the haircut, and then they say, how is it? And you go, yeah, great, thanks. And you just yeah, want to leave. That, ex- that sums up every time I've ever been to the hairdressers. Mm-hmm. Except once. I had one good haircut once in my life, I remember. Yeah. And that was the only time. Can you describe that haircut? And I went back to the same place the next time, same woman, shit, next time. Mm. I think it's maybe your fault? Yeah, it's my head's fault. Is it the fault of your head? Yeah. Okay. You win that one because you've just expressed a universal feeling that everyone has. Well, certainly a lot of blokes, I think, don't enjoy going to the hairdressers. I don't know what the ladies think about it every time. It must be quite awkward for them as well, I suppose, because they often have to stay there for so much longer. Um, do you ever drink loads of tea or coffee at work so you get more toilet breaks <laughs> not specifically for that reason no <laughs> <laughs> no okay let's move on do you ever smoke cigarettes because you're bored or decide to smoke a cigarette because you see someone in a movie smoking a cigarette definitely so if someone's lighting up a ciggy in the when film I watched uh once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Made me want to smoke like a bitch. It made you want to smoke like a bitch. Like a bitch. Like that's the way they would say it in the film. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I don't know what when I was at university. We were watching Tremors, Kevin Bacon film about worms under the ground. Mm. And there's one moment when one of the guys gets a packet of Marlboro out. And, uh, and gets it. And, and it's when they're sweaty and it's like an orangey sort of background. And yeah, that desert, that desert kind of place. The crackle of the, the, the light. The clink of the Zippo. And then a crackle of the sort of sulfurous tobacco. Yeah, yeah. And Makes literally me. everybody in the room was like, fuck. Like, everyone was like, oh, I really want a cigarette. And we were all like, let's have a cigarette. I just remember it really clearly. When you were like youths. Yeah, I was about 17. It was like, oh, well, yeah, let's have a cigarette with the guys in the movie. <laughs> do you ever imagine what you would do if a zombie apocalypse happened right now? Yeah, and I wouldn't do very well. But, I mean, imagine... I've got no supplies of food. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I never have any food in my house. And... Um, it's really bad, but it's kind of my diet technique of never having anything edible in the house, so you can't snack. It's not a really great technique. I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying it's good. Um, but I would not last five minutes. What about just in... I haven't even got any water stashed. I've got no weapons. But in terms of... No like, knowledge of self-survival techniques. Okay. Um, but I mean, literally, if a zombie's at the door and he's going to get in any second because the thing's going to very dodgy hinge and it's literally shit 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 what am i going to use to defend myself right now what you literally that bass guitar there maybe that's a big heavy thing you've got you've got a fender on your right yeah but this is too lightweight that's not going to do enough damage yeah but you need to be able to swing it quickly i've got some weights next door they wouldn't be any good they're too heavy you need a kind of a sharp um skateboard yeah the skateboard is a better bet because you could like I'm comfortable the, with the weight of the skateboard i know it well so i'd be able the, to wield it quite well you could hold one of the, the trucks, trucks in your right and hand the and tail. smack it like with the tail end on into the forehead 
Yeah, that's what. And I'd then do. use it like that when they're down, that's and you could break break open their head like that because you've got obviously destroy the brain, haven't you? Remove the remove yeah. the head or destroy the brain. I think. Yeah, um, yeah I'd do that. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember I'd be more worried about my supplies running out than I would uh, zombie anything zombies else. getting in. Well, I'd be scared of. You've got neighbours. There's people upstairs. You know. What I mean, about them? Yeah, yeah. If they get turned, then they might come looking for you. So you've got to look uh, look for ways to defend zombies yourself. Zombies aren't that great at getting through locked doors, are they? The, but the thing is that they will get through it eventually. They'll just go, and then loads of them will build up. And eventually, there's so many uh, that they just sort of, the thing comes down and then, and they're all in. <laughs> Fuck, man. <sighs> and they come in really slowly, but there's loads of them and they're shambling all, and they fall into the room. And then oh. there's one, and then you're like backing away, and there's one at the window. Uh, it's got you by the throat, uh, and then it's bitten your neck there. Uh, uh, you could become Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, do you ever? You ready? Mm. Do you ever count the number of steps it takes you to get up a flight of stairs, or maybe to go from the sofa to the toilet? Are you no. counting the number of steps? No. No? I used to when I was a kid do stuff like that, but I don't do it anymore. I'm still doing that. I'm still um, like one, two, three, four, five, or one, two, three, four, toilet. Well, mm. as a few steps as possible. No, just counting. I mean, it's when I, you know, if I That's lived in a small, small place, <laughs> but I can't keep, you know, if it's not realistic, it's going to be like you're edging round a box or something. When if you I live it. in a mansion, that's going to be a boring. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and then after like thirty-five steps, toilet. Hundred ninety-nine, ninety-eight, ninety-seven, ninety-six, ninety-five, running down the tick, 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 t
Yeah, okay. You yeah. win that one. Okay. The dedication that you've shown over the years sh- yeah. in remote flipping. Exactly. Um, do you ever f- do fake bets with your friends or with yourself? Definitely. What kind of things are you time. betting on? Anything. <clears throat> but we, fake bets, I we imagine. we bet something today? We put a quid on something today. <laughs> what was it the, the musical hamilton <laughs> the, the musical hamilton is based on the life of lewis hamilton that's right i think you owe me a quid i owe you a quid i do so i so i don't know why i thought this this is so embarrassing but i don't know why but there's so there's a musical a very f- successful musical that's on in london it's called hamilton it's about some famous person or something and i thought it was about lewis hamilton the, <laughs> the, formula, the formula one, one driver that they'd made a musical about his career and his life and it was a sensation oh. so i thought hamilton we put a quid on it today yeah. i said how oh, is that what's that about i thought it was about uh, lewis hamilton he was like no it's not i said are you sure and you said i bet you a quid <laughs> it's not and you're right it's not what it, we don't really know what it's about, but it's not about, it's not Lewis, about Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton, though. It's about someone else. Hello there. This is me just uh, interrupting the podcast again for a bit of fact-checking. So the musical Hamilton, actually the official title is Hamilton, an American Musical. Actually, <laughs> it tells the story of forgotten American founding father Alexander Hamilton and his ascent out of poverty and to power against the backdrop of the American War of Independence. So, God knows why I thought it was about Lewis Hamilton, the F1 driver. It's nothing to do with him at all. In fact, it's about one of the founding fathers of uh, the United States of America. So, why did I think it was about Lewis Hamilton? I don't know. But I would like to see the musical about Lewis Hamilton. I'd pay to go and see that one. So, if anyone out there... Is wondering, oh, I need to, I need an idea for a musical. There you go, make a musical about Lewis Hamilton. I would go and see it. Okay, let's carry on. I do. If I want to, a quid is a pound, by the way. Go on. If I want to analyse something, mm-hmm. I imagine putting on a bet. Okay. And you know how much I'd be prepared to put on a, an imaginary bet on a certain subject. So, if we're talking about the general election. Okay, how would you put money on that? So you know, probably put money on a a Tory win because that's what all the polls are saying. Tories are the Conservatives, yeah. But I wouldn't put that much on because I'm not. Mm. I don't think it's going to be a landslide. Yeah, and some of the polls have been wrong over recent results, not in general elections so much, but in... Uh, the referendum. Referendum, etc. Trump. So I think, yeah, and Trump wasn't ahead in the polls, and I don't think. Some of them he was, maybe. Yeah. But um, I think I would put some money on the Conservatives winning. I'm not going to, because I don't really want to get into the world of gambling. No, but it's just... Going a, into bookies, but... It, as you said, it's... Fun, and it's a way of working out your stance on something, your viewpoint on something. So I think if, in, in virtual money, I'd probably put a couple of hundred quid on the Tories winning the next election. With an outright majority. Or would I? Not of my actual money, I wouldn't. But, let's but say, I mean, if you don't put it on the Tories, what are you going to put it on? I mean, I'd put, yeah. I'd put money on a hung parliament. Yeah. I think it's more likely to be that. 
I don't really understand what that means. That's that not an overall where, majority. Yeah, none of the parties wins enough seats to to make an overall majority. So that's when they have to start sort of doing deals. Yeah, and so the the Tories will be given first dibs. <laughs> First dibs on on uh, trying who's to strike a deal. deal with Tories, Brexit party, or if if anyone, if any other party. But then, I mean, yeah. it, before it was the DUP, but maybe we'll see. We'll see what the shape of the Parliament is. But if if there's like maybe Brexit party that's come in, although they won't because Nigel Farage has said that they wouldn't do that now. But let's not get into all that. Uh, so the the question was, do you ever do fake bets with yourself or your friends? And yes, you do. It's a way of working out what you think might happen. You imagine put, putting money on it. Where would you risk all that money on it? That's probably what you think about that thing. So do you ever badly need the loo on the way home? Yeah, all the time. And can you just describe what that's like for us? You just have to sort of zone it out a bit. But what's, not think about it what does much. it actually feel like to need, really need the loo? It feels like your teeth are itching. <laughs> yeah. It feels very uncomfortable, and it feels like you're going to piss yourself. And so, yeah, and the closer you get to the door, yeah. the worse it gets. Yes, that's so right. So the closer you are to the actual loo, so if you're fumbling with your trousers at the end, it's like really super dangerous. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. You win that round then for... for an accurate description. An accurate description of being willing to admit to that as well. Um, do you ever listen to songs and misunderstand or mishear the lyrics? Well, we've dealt, we've dealt with that. Yeah. Because I'm on the drum kit. Mine is uh, Fugazi, mm-hmm. Waiting Room, mm-hmm. which goes, I am a patient boy. I wait, I wait, I wait, I wait. I'm a patient boy. I wait, I wait, I wait. I wait. Yeah. I thought it was about someone who worked in a baker's. <laughs> And it was, I am a pastry boy. <laughs> I weigh, I weigh, I weigh, I weigh. And it was like, about <laughs> someone who baked bread on pastries all day. And he was a pastry boy. And he weighed and weighed and weighed and weighed. I am a pastry boy. I weigh, I weigh, I weigh, I weigh. And... <laughs> Oh my god! And it's actually. I'm a patience boy. I wait, I wait, I wait, I wait, or I wait, I wait, I wait, I wait, because they say like wait. I wait. It just sounded like I wait, I wait, I wait. <laughs> I'm a pastry boy. I wait, I wait. Oh my god, that's wonderful. You win. Do you ever open toilet doors or other things with your elbows or other parts of your body instead of your hands? Not really toilet doors, but sometimes I flip the lid of the loo. Yes. With my foot, if it's in a public loo that looks a bit sketchy. So if you need to do a wee, you'd flip the the lid up with your foot. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's acceptable. You're not like smearing your foot all over the seat. No, no, just on the edge. Yeah. Okay. You know. Alan Partridge did a very funny skit about this, of course, which is like describing in great detail how he manages to... He's perfected doing a number two... In a train toilet? Is it a number two? Oh, we're using elbows. And And he he describes him... Hand wash in a certain order so that you don't touch anything before you use the hand wash or after. Describing every single movement um, in precise accuracy of like the elbow, then soap, 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 and then turn and pivot and 
and elbow. And he's you know how you get into the toilet and use the entire toilet without actually touching any of the surfaces at all. It's very funny. The importance of cleanliness there. Now, in some loos, you feel like the taps are probably dirtier than your hands. You just don't want to touch anything. Yes, although it is possible to complete an ablution, entry to exit, without using your hands. I'm not sure how you do that. It's simple. Uh, you're in a corridor, on a train, you find the loo, it's green, we're on, drop a thigh, elbow down to open, thigh budge, round and in, thigh to close, wrist to lock, turn, lid up, seat down, and paper, 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 tear, rent, place, turn, squat, paper, 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 tear, complete, turn, feed paper back into bowl, and flush. Check water, water good, water soap. Air. Unlock, handle down, leg around, other leg around. I mean, yeah, I don't need to show you the whole thing. There's a general gist. So, yeah, you do that just with your foot. But I, I do, I open doors with my elbows and I'm closing them without touching things in plain toilets and things like that. Um, no, never um, done that. No, you've never done that. I feel alone now. I feel like I'm the only one. But Alan Partridge does it too. So that's you and Alan. Me and Alan there. Do you ever use the back of your hand or certain fingers for doing certain things, like touching your face? Like if you've got to touch your face or maybe your mouth or your eye, do you use it with a certain part of your hand, as if, for example, the back of your hand or your knuckle are totally safe and clean? Probably. Like more if, my knuckle than if you've got my to like finger. Get to something about, out of your eye or itch your you eye. This bit of my thumb sometimes. You'd use that part of your thumb or another, like the back of your Other hand. Than the actual main bit of your fingertip. And because you're trying to be hygienic. I don't know. As if I that, don't know. But I think it's a human thing that we do think, well, the knuckle is going to be clean, so I will use my knuckle in my eye. You know, like the certain clean, we assume certain zones are just clean. <laughs> I'm clean all over. Good. We're all glad to hear that. <laughs> um, do you ever think. That would be a good name for a band. Yeah, but it's never right. It's always a terrible name for a band. Can you think of any examples? No. <laughs> couldn't think of any examples. We asked the man for more information, but he couldn't think of any examples. The best he could say was, what? No. A pitiful no. <laughs> Luke Thompson for Luke's English Podcast in London. Moving on. Do you ever fall asleep in public and then suddenly wake up because your head has suddenly moved, you've snored or you've made another noise, or your head has moved back and your mouth has hung open or you've drooled out of your mouth? You just wake up in public. Oh, Uh, yeah, I've woken up on the bus before and I think I've been snoring. Yeah. And I snore quite loud. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes. And you wake up and you're sort of like... (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm sure I've kind of gone, eh, before. (laughs) (laughs) Not so much that, just, eh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like you become a drunk Irishman for a second, just as you're falling asleep. (laughs) Can happen. But no, I think I'd just sort of go, eh. And then wake myself up and go, oh, God, did I really just make that noise? You're accusing me (laughs) of making a noise. Do you ever throw a ball of paper in the bin, miss, pick up the ball, and try again from the exact same spot as before? 
Yes. Do you want to elaborate on that? No. Great. Fantastic uh, podcasting. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's, you know, it's a bit of a challenge, isn't it? And, you know, once you've tried, you want to see if you can do it. And, and you know, obviously there's the imaginary commentary and crowd noises. Mm-hmm. For example? <sighs> you join us here today at uh, International pa- Throwing a Paper Ball into the Bin Cup. <sighs> and uh, the two competitors today both hail from England. It's the only country where this game is actually played on a national level. All other countries have shunned the sport <laughs> due to reasons of history, basically. Here come the supporters, armies of them marching into the stadium, taking up their seats. It's a slightly frightening scene here, filled with English hooligan types. Oi, oi, oi! Generally a bit worrying. This is this post-Brexit wasteland that we were living now. Waste bin. Waste bin. Where um, waste bin, as the locals call it, has become the most popular sport, overtaking football ever since the Premiership basically dried up after all the foreign players were sent home. Uh, So now it's all about paper ball. And the first competitor takes the stand with his paper ball in the hand. Just uh, rearranges his crotch there just to make himself comfortable. And he's ready to start. Here he is, James Thompson, the 40-something contender. Is he going to toss the ball here? Has a sniffs the air there just to get a flavour of the atmosphere in the stadium today. And here's the, you can hear the rustling of the paper ball in his hands. Those sweaty fingers now. He won't want to hold on to the paper too long. He'll... Soak it. And he's thrown the ball and uh, it's gone It's gone terribly wide of the bin. It's an awful shot. And uh, he's dejected now. He goes back to just give up. <laughs> and letting Luke Thompson win again by default for the third year running. Uh, there we go. All right. So that's. I think it's a thing, isn't it, that people do? You sort of throw the yeah. ball towards the bin, and then even if like you fail, and you've got to go back to the original spot to make sure you can actually do it, and then other people get drawn into it, and then you've got like a whole paper Olympics going on where everyone's like lining up to have a go. There you are. All right. Um, do you ever uh, eat any parts of yourself? For example, nails or dead skin or bogies. No. I don't either. Gross question. All right. What are bogies? I'm not going to... You have to say, it's a podcast for people learning words like bogies. Little are... small green lumps that come out of your nose. <laughs> yeah, they're disgusting things. If someone's picking their nose, they're picking bogies out. It's like sort of congealed slime, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what snot is. It's like the solid version of snot. It turns into bogeys. Ew, how disgusting, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on quickly. Um, Here's a specific one. Do you ever tap your foot to the beat of other people's music, which you can he- overhear from their headphones, in order to show them that you can hear the music that's coming out of their headphones? What? So there's, you're on the bus or the train. And someone is opposite you and they've got headphones on, but the music is so loud, you can hear it really loud and it's annoying. And you start to tap your foot to the music you can hear coming out of their headphones, hoping that they might notice that, hey, he's tapping along with the music on my headphones. He can hear 
the music no, really loudly. That's quite weird. No, I don't do that. Okay. Right. Do you? Yeah, sometimes. You fucking freak. Oh, there you go again. <laughs> Is that too much? Yeah, you just call me a fucking freak. Sorry, can we redo that? That's a bit eccentric, Luke. <laughs> I love the way you've re-edited the, the phrase. Well, that's nicer, isn't it? I suppose it is, but it's just so funny that, that it's gone from... Well, you made me realise... Oh, that's you a bit You made me realise I'd gone in a bit strong. Okay. So. so which one do you actually mean, though? This is the, the problem. Uh, that's a bit eccentric. Okay. Though. Oh, thank God for that. You fucking freak. <laughs> past someone you know in the street and kind of go to say hello and then realise that they've blanked you? No. Happens to me quite a lot. This is embarrassing too. This is not going to f- go through well. I'm just going to come across as a sad bastard now. Go on, when does that happen to you? Sometimes I'll just be walking down the street I'll see someone I know because I'm like paying attention. I'm not looking, mm-hmm. walking around yeah. looking at my shoes. But are you sure they haven't just not seen you rather than blanked you? Maybe. Maybe. Do you actually go up to them and go, hey? I kind of go to sort of wave where I try and make eye contact. And they look and sort of wave, through you. And they just kind of look through me and carry on. Well, and it doesn't happen all the time. It's not like you. every they, single They just person. haven't noticed you. Yeah. People are lost in their own thoughts, man. People have got their own shit going on. That's true. But I also think people do blank each other in the street. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just I'm like, hey! You know. <laughs> well, maybe you're really just annoying. not that noticeable. Well, maybe I'm just not noticeable, yeah. Either, I don't know, yeah. Which one's worse? I don't listeners? think anyone would blank you, Luke. You're a very nice person. Yeah, but, not like, like, oh, but maybe God. they're like, oh, I don't want to speak to a nice person. Well, they're, they're wankers then. All right. What do you think, listeners? You can leave your comments in the comments section. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to smash that like button. Oh. Okay, there's a few more of these. Well, okay. okay, go on, battle through it. Do you ever not move down in public transport, even though you could, so let's say, move down to make some space because you want to save space for yourself and because you generally hate other people? So if you're on <laughs> Did the, I write this one? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> no. You're on the bus and no. let's say you're sitting... There, no. The, no? You, never, you always move. Uh, sometimes you? I leave a little bit of space. Yeah. So I'm not like right up. But it's not a whole somewhere. seat. It's not, you're not taking a whole seat. No way. You know, no. if there's two seats, one's next to the window. Oh, no, no, and I'm you're talking sitting, about when I'm standing up. I know, I'm talking about sitting down. So you're sitting in the aisle seat, the window seat's free. Are you moving no into the window seat? No way do I ever do that. Yeah, no, neither do I. So right? so, I'll I s- never put my bag down on the seat. People who no, do that. neither do I. What's your problem? I said that at the beginning, did I not, that I don't necessarily do all these. No, but I'm right? just talking to the people out there okay. who listen. There will be some of them out there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the listening now that put their bag on the seat next to them. Mm-hmm. What's your problem? They if you don't. can't deal with people sitting next to you, get a taxi. Yeah, okay. That's, maybe they've got some sort of obsessive compulsive disorder and they can't afford a taxi. And you've, you're going to get cancelled now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It's not like the, the people's front of people on buses. It's probably a club for them now. You think so? Um, right who won that no one the people who couldn't sit down the, no the people who who don't move up or who put their bag on the seat they lost okay okay mm. everyone mm. alright now do you ever fall in love with a stranger on public transport and yet do absolutely nothing about it other than glance at them and hope that they don't notice <laughs> yes did I write that one? Maybe. 
Yes, I do. Can you tell us about an no. instance of this? No. You're on a train and some girl comes into the carriage. I'm sure I wrote this. I'm sure uh-huh. I wrote this one. Yeah. Some girl comes into the carriage and she's got a lot of bags and she's kind of in a bit of a fluster and you're like, hey, do you want me to help with those bags? She's like, oh, thanks. And you catch her eye for a second. And uh, you sit down in front of each other. You realize that you're both reading the same book. You can't help. Unfortunately, it's by Darren Brown. (laughs) So you're both idiots. You realize that you've been been hypnotized for a TV show. I'm not Darren Brown. Dan Brown. Dan Brown. Darren Brown's all right. Yeah, Darren Brown's fine. Dan Brown is the one who did the Da Vinci Code. Which is not so cool. I suppose not. Have you read it, actually? I've tried to read it. eh. But apparently the problem that people have with it is that it's like very much sort of uh, cliche-ridden. It's it's very full of cliches and very unoriginal in its prose. That's the thing that people don't like about it. All right, so what else? So who won that? You won that. Um, for again, fulfilling a sort of universal experience that many of us probably uh, experience too. So, uh, do you ever add your own voiceover track to films or TV shows? No, I do it occasionally, and it's the sort of thing I want to do more. That makes sense. That for me, it's good fun to stick on a crap film and turn the volume down and pretend to do the voices. I remember doing it before with you and Ed, possibly. Uh Uh-huh. Or you two were doing it in some stupid film, and it was pretty funny. Yeah. Or it reminds me of those early days of... It's a good way to have a laugh. You just put on a film and... Like being poor and young and not really having anything to do. There's only five channels on TV. Make your own entertainment. So you're just making up a, a different audio track for the film. It's not something you'd set out to do. You just find it happening. Yeah. You sit down and you, you start to realise it's quite good fun to kind of... But no, I haven't done that in a long I haven't time. done it for a while. But it's a good fun and thing since, to do. Since before you were born. <laughs> um, do you ever doodle particular things with a pen while you are on the phone? I'm sure I wrote this one. You might have done. I did say that at the beginning. You doubted me. Yes, I do. Congratulations, James. You've won the uh, prize for this particular sentence. How does it feel? Fantastic. (laughs) One word answers uh, strictly. We're nearly finished. Do you ever... So we talked about falling in love with strangers on on the train. Do you ever hate strangers on public transport for no reason? Yes. I think I wrote this one as well. You're supposed to sort of expand on it. It's not just a yes or no. Okay. Um, Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, sometimes you just see someone that you just don't like the look of, don't you? Yeah. Normally a a peer, isn't it? It's normally someone a bit like you. Oh, yeah? You know, don't you find people, you you know, you you don't like... Mm -hmm. Or it's someone that's a threat to you, cooler than you, better looking than you. But a bit flash, a bit of a white. But he looks like he looks like such a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I generally try and be pretty mellow these days. Careful so with that word, really, listeners. That's a bit of a naughty one. I don't really uh, look at anyone at all these days. Really, really, don't really take in my surroundings. I try and seal myself off. I've been lived in London for too long. Put on your headphones and just zone go out. zone out as much as possible. Try not to acknowledge anyone else's presence. Yeah, that is a London thing. But you are On very public transport. You don't acknowledge anyone's presence, but you are extremely respectful of other people's. Yeah, presence. you keep out of everyone's way. You you give mm. way. You 
That's the thing you in just, London. You have to be extremely respectful of other people's presence. Yeah, you can't just ignore them and do what you want, but you have to sort of like yeah. not... We're not walking into each other and and causing a problem. That's the thing. It's just like, you keep out of my way, I'll keep out of your way. Is it a deal? Right. And that's basically it, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. You know, like make some space, let the people get off the train first before you get on. If you're going to stop in the corridor of the underground, go to the side, get your Oyster card ready before you go through the gate. Don't be standing there at the gate, clogging up London. It's all that kind of thing, isn't it? If you're going to stand in the street saying hello to someone, you shift to the side and let people walk past you. It's all those little rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you ever put toast or sorry, put bread in the toaster and then it comes up and it's not done properly and then you put it back and then it's burnt? (laughs) That's got to be a universal truth, hasn't it? Yeah. So that does happen to you. Yeah. It's like, I'm put it down. I'm several. And you get impatient. And instead of waiting for it to pop the right amount, you go, I bet that's done. And then you and press you, the eject button. It's not done. It's not done. Then you put it down, then forget. You go and next then door. smoke. Fire, fire, fire alarm, smoke. Last two bits of toast. Fucking yeah. decimated. Eddie Izzard did some stand up about that. It's, it's funny. Toasters. Ah, I like toast. Toasters. They're great, they're toasters, but they have a little turny button thing on the side. It's called a turny button thing. Um, and it lies to us. Oh, yes, it lies. For it has numbers from one to six, and they lie to us. For you set it on four, and you put toast in on four, and a bit later, boom, comes up three. This is three toast. This is not four toast, three toast. Surely hardly done. You have to reset to five. You put in, boom, comes up, burnt. Six toes, six toes. <laughs> Completely crap, throw it in the bin. The same people who made toasters made showers. Because we have showers, and we go in and showers, and, but they have a turny button thing as well. <laughs> and all turny buttons lie. And you're in there, and it goes, turn, 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 turn for hot, or turn, 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 turn for cold. But the only position that we're interested in is the position between there... And there. One nanomillimeter between extremely fucking hot and fantastically freezing. And also, the toaster gets hotter. It's like the second toast of a session. It's Mm -hmm. hotter. So it's going to burn the toast more than... The first time Let's you say put it's it down. two minutes. The first time you use it, it's yeah. going to be 30 seconds of it warming up and then a minute and a half of it at full heat. The second time you use it, it's going to be two minutes of it at full heat. Exactly. So you're blasting it in the second go. It's like, I'm preparing the toast. Now I blast the toast. It's basically yeah. how it works. That must be a universal thing. But why don't we just set the timer so it's somewhere sort of in the middle so it's, it's just the right amount? Because it, you still don't, you don't Why know. Why can't we all just get along? Because the thing is, right, you, you, you're, never, you're never twizzling the dial on a toaster. You would with a volume control. You get a, quite a quick sense of like how much a little movement will change the volume, right? Because you turn it up and down, you know. But with a toaster, you never get the chance to like, what are the parameters here? I don't know if I turn it up that much. Is that like an extra 10 minutes? Or is that an extra... <laughs> like 30 seconds or like you know what i mean like it's very hard to judge sensitivity control you don't know the sensitivity you can't ever get to know the sensitivity (laughs) of it you know you know what i mean i generally put mine about uh, about, third and a bit about 10 o'clock 
yeah. for me. Sits at about 10. About 10, 15. Yeah. <laughs> Something somewhere like that, yeah. And it's the same thing with showers as well. Like you're like trying to get the right temperature and it's like little bit to the left and it's freaking boiling. Tiny bit to the right, it's freezing. It's Why haven't they sorted that out? Same thing. Same thing, isn't it? Why haven't they sorted that out? I think they probably have in some they. countries. Just they, the, the people who do that sort of thing. We've got uh, three, we've got, okay, three more. I quite fancy some more pizza. Yeah, you. we'll have some after this. Do you ever lie on your back and throw a ball or maybe an orange into the air and then fail to catch it? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. All right, next one. You win that one. So, um, do you ever walk for ages with a stone in your shoe it feels massive, and then when you take it out, it's absolutely tiny. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. don't know how more I can expand on that. Congratulations, you won. <laughs> um, and then finally, do you ever find everything totally fascinating and interesting and worth exploring just before bedtime? Especially if you promised yourself earlier in the day that you would have an early night. Okay, for example, I must read all of these books now. And it's like getting on for like 11 yeah. 30 and you promised yourself you'd be in bed by 10 things 30. to do seem a lot yeah exactly everything's suddenly so much more interesting oh, i just wish i had an extra 15 minutes to read this book yeah or i wish i could just finish this film before it's 11 30 so like, i really bed. want to explore my bookshelf suddenly and yeah, i've got and right. i was supposed to be in bed half an hour ago why didn't i listen to those records i bought earlier in the week i'm going to put some of those on now yeah i want to watch this documentary that's on netflix Suddenly everything becomes fascinating just before you go to bed. Yeah, it's true. Very strange that, isn't it? Okay. Listeners, thank you very much for coming with us on this weird and wonderful journey. Who won overall and who lost? What did we learn from this? We learned that I'm weird. Yeah. Did we learn anything else? Actually, your uh, your podcast meet up earlier. Yeah, so we, let, were chatting, we, we should talk I about said, that. Uh, mm. Right now, Luke's busy. What do you want to know about him? Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold, oh, on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Conspiratorially. Hold on. Come on. Let me just. No, finish. no, they don't know what you're talking about. A lot of them don't. So we're talking about the Lepsters meet up. I'm sorry, I have to say that because half of them don't know what you're talking about. We had a meet up in London earlier today when the we met a bunch of lepsters it was really nice everyone was really cool and we just chatted for a, two to three hours played games and stuff it was really nice so go on and when you were busy talking to someone else i lowered my voice and said right what do you want to know about luke then i'll tell you anything <laughs> and they all went oh we know everything did they yeah that's funny oh really they didn't even press me for any dirt it's my all. people you see i've instructed you, them not to uh, not to uh but they seem to know you very well or they think they do hmm well it was quite sweet they didn't say yeah tell, tell us some dish the dirt bad, on embarrassing Luke. stuff i've told you, some pretty embarrassing stories exactly already on the That's, podcast they seem to feel you read out some of your diary didn't you yeah but it you know it was it wasn't gratuitous i hope not it wasn't okay um Okay. Well, the the le- the meetup was nice, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all right. My listeners are nice good. people. Was, they are it? good people. It was good fun. Yeah. It wasn't that awkward. Well, it was a bit awkward no, at the start. Just at the very beginning. It was. I mean, like because I, you go in, and everyone's like, there's people there, people coming in, and everyone's kind of like looking for, where's Luke? And then they see me. And the, at the beginning, it was sort of like, 
I was sitting in the middle and everyone's sitting around on the chairs and stuff and everyone's just kind of like sitting there, not talking to each other, all just staring at me and I'm like, oh, okay, so I have to talk to everyone and then I'm like, right, so could you, it's probably better if you talk to each other a bit and I'm going to come around and talk to yeah, you. Yeah, that was a bit. And then they kept, they kept looking at me because they're kind of like, oh, this is, you know, it's, wow, it's Luke from Luke's English Podcast. <laughs> and so for a moment I was like famous in one room for, um, you know, for about a couple of hours. It's quite yeah, sweet though. They're really good people. But everyone's after maybe a little and bit and they had a drink and calmed down. Got and everyone's... board games out. and Yeah. Zdenek got his board games out. Z- I never saw Zdenek. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, he got his board games out. Everyone sort of, you know, started having fun and talking to each other and things like that. And uh, I tried to talk to everyone. Uh, but it was very nice to meet everybody. So those of you who came, it was really cool to meet you. And um, it may happen again at some point in next time I'm, I'm in London, but I'll say something on the podcast about it. Okay, thanks for coming, James, as well, to the meetup. That's all right, that's all right. I had to make sure you're all right. Yeah, so you're sort of my wingman. Back up. Yeah. But it was well, like uh, security. Secure, you were my security guard. Not too close. <laughs> okay, right, well, this has been... Um, an interesting journey, James. And it's time to... This is a journey into sound. Stereophonic sound for dance music. How are we going to explain that at the end? Just a famous sample. A sample from a hip-hop uh, cold-cut well, remix. I think it's from a one of those stereophonic records it where is. stereo first came out and people were making records exploiting the fun you could have with stereo. Mm-hmm. And they're kind a, of novelty records based around stereoism. But, but recorded back in the time when people used to speak with that kind of old-fashioned RP. This, this is, is a, a journey, journey into sound. Stereophonic sound for dance music. But he doesn't go, that's what the, <laughs> the DJ did to it. Uh, this is a journey. This has been a journey into slightly nonsensical observations into everyday life listeners if any of you are like me and well the ones that i do because i don't do all those things but if you agree with either james or me drop a comment in the uh comment section don't forget to smash that like button i know you're taking the piss but it's so embarrassing smack that like button is the other one they say who's they youtubers and stuff people on youtube is it though yes All right, listeners, thank you for listening, and we will speak to you, or I will speak to you on the podcast again soon. See you later. Bye-bye for now. That's it. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey into the English language. A journey into the DNA of the English language. Really? The DNA of the English language. Now, that's a really quite a strong claim. I find your lack of faith disturbing. You talking to me? You talking to me? You know who I'm talking to. I'm a school teacher. I teach English composition. Oh, really? Yes! Oh, really? Yes! That's an idiot. You don't know what that is? And I don't know what this is. This is Luke's English Podcast. Can't touch this. This is a masterpiece of the English language. Alrighty then. Just think of the accolades it's received over the years. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. And I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Oh, this is going to be good. Really?
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Luke's English podcast, and this is Britain at its best. Oh, you lucky people! So that was the LEP jingle mega mix that you heard at the end there. I haven't played that on the podcast for a while. If you'd like to know where all those little samples in that jingle come from, including the bit that goes, "This is a journey," right? Like I mentioned with James. So if you'd like to know where all the little samples in the Luke's English podcast jingle mega mix come from, check out the jingles and music category in the Luke's English podcast app. There's a full episode there in which I go through all the samples. And explain where they all come from, and it's called deconstructing the LEP jingle mega mix. So anyway, that was、uh, "Do You Ever" with James, episode number what is it, six hundred and twenty-nine? Well done for listening to all of that. I wonder how many of you have made it this far. How many people are still listening? Are you there? You are. Yes, you're there. Well done. You made it all the way. And I wonder how many people just couldn't handle it any longer for whatever reason, and how many skeletons there are with headphones on right now—skeletons that were probably perfectly healthy, fresh-faced humans when they started listening to this, and who slowly perished as the episode went on. But not you! Oh no, you made it all the way through, and there's a good chance that you laughed with us and perhaps were struck by a profound sense of shared experience. When you realise that you also do some of the things that we talked about, but well done you in any case, and I hope that you also picked up some English along the way because, after all, that is the main purpose of this whole thing. Of course, I expect the lower level listeners or the more serious listeners probably stopped listening because they couldn't keep up, or because they felt that they just didn't have time. I'm not going to get into all the stuff about the pros and cons of longer versus shorter episodes. I'm not going to get into all that stuff about long versus short episodes.、Uh, anyway, the point is, if you made it this far, then nice one. And I wonder what your favourite moments were from this episode. There were quite a lot of funny little moments. You could share your thoughts in the comments section, of course. Let me thank James again for being on the podcast. I always enjoy our episodes together, and I hope that that comes across in the recording. But、uh, right then, it's time to stop talking, Luke. Just stop, for goodness' sake. Okay, there's no time to mention that you should sign up to Luke's English Podcast Premium at teacherluke.co.uk/premium. There's no time to mention that, but you should anyway. There are now over 60 premium items available, and, and more premium episodes are coming. I promise. They just take quite a lot of work and preparation, but there will be more coming before Christmas. All I will say now is thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening, and I will speak to you again on the podcast soon. But now it's just time to say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.
Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.